welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I am Kevin, and I'm coming at you live from the USA. How are you doing? I am so honored to have each and every one of you tuning in to the show. Uh, we join together 10 a.m. Eastern Time every Tuesday for the Kevin White Show. And uh, I am glad to welcome friends from the USA. How are you doing? Uh, please say hello to family and friends around the world. Um, maybe you've heard on the international news, there's a big storm coming across Florida and we are praying for Florida. Uh, I know Philippines has had their share of storms. It's had historic floodings in Delhi, India and other parts of India. Namaste to all of our friends in India. Mabuhai to everyone in the Philippines. Uh, there is, yeah, from Nagaland. Uh, God bless you, brother. Uh, thank you, Santosh from Arissa. Uh, yes, glad to have you there. Um, I see uh, Raja. Bless you, brother. Namaste to everyone there in India. There's Philippines. Jaime, how are you? God bless you. Uh, I'm just looking at my WhatsApp. Uh, if you've never connected with me on WhatsApp, uh, take the number down that is going across the bottom and, and connect with me on WhatsApp. It's uh, plus one for USA, 919-332-1990. Uh, you can connect with me there on WhatsApp. Uh, but BJ uh, is saying hello. Um, um, Bo Daniel is saying hello. Uh, there's um, Mukaga uh, from, um, I think, uh, in Kenya. Uh, we have a brother in Pakistan saying hello, Robert. Um, Nima, um, a brother out of Delhi is saying hello. Yes. Uh, Mooney there in Delhi. Uh, good morning, everyone. I'm so thankful to have you a part of my life and to be able to take this opportunity to speak a word of truth, a word of encouragement into your life. Hey, Barbara, always good to have friends from the U.S. Uh, joining us. I know that uh, this is coming upon a uh, holiday here in the U.S. and many people are doing some last minute holiday traveling, uh, vacationing with their families. But um, anytime you're able to join us live, that is a great blessing. But these episodes are there always now. 
and you can go back and listen. Uh, we just got notice coming on the air that Facebook connection uh, is not working at the moment. So uh, unfortunately, if you're trying to watch us on Facebook, you can't see us and you're not hearing this message. But if you know somebody that's on Facebook, uh, tell, ask them to go over to YouTube or LinkedIn. It's always there on either of those. And so, uh, and Facebook, but we'll try to get that connection um, recreated. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with my friend, Mary, and what a blessing uh, that episode was. And I hope that you will go back and watch it if you missed it. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking about the word dwell. And uh, I, I just know that today is a game-changing word. It changes everything. This word dwell sets uh, Jesus apart from every other teacher, prophet, um, and uh, influential, influential person that's ever been in human history. And we're going to dive into that uh, in just a moment. Um, namaste, glory there in India. So put your hands together for the word of God. And let's look at John chapter 1, verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 14. Uh, we read, so the word became human and made his home dwelling among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the father's one and only son. And there John is talking about Jesus and uh, the just the, the mission of God to dwell uh, you know, the reality is man has a problem called sin, but God had a plan named Jesus and you and I have a choice if we are going to participate in God's mission to dwell. And so because of what happened in the garden when creation happened and uh, man rebelled against God, God created you and I, male and female in the image of God and gave us a opportunity to either obey the Lord or rebel. And he had given Adam and Eve, our great, 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 great grandparents, um, where every human has originated from Adam and Eve. Um, he, he gave them instructions. You can eat of everything you see except of this tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. And the serpent tempted Eve and she ate of the fruit. Her eyes were opened. Uh, she gave the fruit to Adam. His eyes were open. And the consequence of that fall of, of perfection was choice. And before they had constant communion with God. But, you know, if God had made us all robots and puppets, there wouldn't be an opportunity for genuine love. Um, a husband is never going to experience genuine love from his wife if he controls her and forces her to love him. A wife is never going to experience genuine love from her husband if she forces and controls him to love her. Love is a choice. Real love comes with a choice. And so God was running, will, uh, God was willing to run the risk that you and I might reject him in order to gain the opportunity that we might love him. But when that fall happened, 
in the Garden of Eden. Um, the consequences were choice and uh, pain. Uh, uh, pain and childbearing was given to the woman as a curse, and agriculture. And, the, and having to grow the food by the sweat of his brow, having, having to, to, um, to go and work for his livelihood was actually the consequence that he gave to Adam. And they were pushed out of the garden, out of that place of constant communion with the Lord. And now they have to choose to be in the presence of God. And so... Uh, for all of the Old Testament, God establishes his law and and um, it is rigid and it is a reality that without the blood of a sacrifice, the wrath of God would be unleashed on the sin of people. And so God Man had a problem called sin, but God had a plan named Jesus. And here John is introducing us to God's provision. And the New Testament begins with now the fulfillment of the law all throughout the Old Testament in order to appease God, to have favor with God, to be at peace with God. There would have to be the sacrifice of blood. The bad news is something must die because of human sin. The good news is it doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be me because Jesus has died in our place. But the mission of God has been this word dwell. Dwell. And John says that God sent Jesus as the human form of his word to dwell among us dwell among us. And so imagine if you had created ants and the ants had a huge problem and the only way you could get across to them, your solution was for you to become an ant and go and dwell among them. Throughout the New Testament, we see the humility it took for Jesus being 100% God to become 100% human. He humbled himself. It's as if you and I become ants so that we can relate to the ants and solve their problem. God became human and dwelled among us so that he could solve this sin problem in our life that, that originated in the garden. And so dwell is an answer from God, a gift from God, but it gets better. Not only did Jesus come and dwell among us, that in the context would be like Jesus moving into your neighborhood. He's dwelling there, but he's still not in you. It is dwelling, but God has even greater plans for this word dwelling. And, and so Jesus said something to his disciples that was radical and audacious, that was, it perplexed them so badly. He said, it is for your good that I go away because when I go, the father will send the spirit. And what Jesus is saying is as good as it is for me to dwell among you, it's even greater for almighty God to dwell within you. And this 
sets Jesus apart from all other gods, all other false gods, all other um, prophets and teachers and leaders, because it is the Christian that has the opportunity to profess their sins, confess their sin, profess Jesus as Lord, and receive his free gift of eternal life and receive the deposit of the Holy Spirit, the very presence of Jesus in dwelling them, coming to live inside of them. And it is a expression of dwell that the Buddhist does not know. There is no God of the Buddhist dwelling inside the Buddhist. There is no God, false God, of the Muslim dwelling inside the Muslim. There is no God of any other group of religion or faith where the God comes and dwells, makes his home, not just among them, but in them. The hope of healing is through God within. The hope of freedom from addiction is with God within. The hope of knowing and experiencing love is the God within. And it's this word dwell that sets Christianity apart from all other world religions. You know, sometimes we emphasize baptism and we emphasize communion and we emphasize offerings and we emphasize a lot of good things about Christians and about churches. But it is this theology, it is this biblical teaching that it is Jesus's spirit, the Holy Spirit that dwells within the believer that sets his believers apart from all other followers of every other movement in human history. You will not find any teaching where the, the God of that movement comes and dwells within them outside of Christianity because there is no other God. Um, on Friday, I will be sharing my keynote, and it is the word one, O-N-E. Here's, here's the banner for it. This Friday at 10 a.m., join me here, and we'll try to get Facebook up um, for this powerful word from God, one. But this word sets Jesus apart from all other gods. There is no one like Jesus. And um, it is a separate message. But today, you and I should understand that there is no other God on the planet. Anyone that put, positions themselves as a leader over a religious movement, a prophet, a teacher, that in any way, shape, or form speaks to their believers. Having their spirit and his spirit brought together through dwell. And so I just want to ask you, does God dwell within you? Does Jesus dwell within you?
every other religious faith on the planet has teachings outside. Outside. Only Jesus brings the word. So John says the word became flesh and dwelled among us. So Jesus is the word, became flesh. Jesus then said, it is for your good that I go away. So he died for the consequence of our sin, rose again on the third day, proving that he alone, no one else, he alone holds the keys to death and life. And then he's with his disciples and he says, it's for your good that I go away. Because Jesus had humbled himself to human skin. So now he's geographically limited the very presence of God. But he did it to become an ant or a human in order to solve a huge problem for us. And so um, I just want to encourage you to, to consider how much do you value this gift of dwell in your life. I mean, I'd love for you just to start shouting amen. Put amen into the chat. Give me, give the Lord praise emojis in the chat. This is a powerful revelation from God in your life and my life. And so Jesus says, it's for your good that I go away because then the Father will send the Holy Spirit. And you can go and read Acts 2. And what happened is that Jesus standing in front of them all of a sudden filled them. So the word became flesh and dwelled among them. And then the, the Spirit of Christ infilled the believer. So the word came in. The power came in. The presence came in. The love dwelled. The peace dwelled. The supernatural dwelled. And the more you and I can, can grasp this reality, the more we will see the fulfillment of what Jesus was saying. You've seen me do great things. You're going to do even greater things than these. It's not humans doing greater things. It's the power of the resurrection living in the believers of Jesus. The Bible actually teaches that there is something that can dwell. And that is demons. And the consequence of never opening up your heart and your mind, your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ is the demonic can have access to the void in your life. Read the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, and you will see accounts where Jesus drove out the demonic spirits, the Antichrist spirits in humans in order for Jesus to dwell. And if you will just look at the evening news, you're going to see things that are being controlled by the demonic. And you can also see things that are controlled by the presence of God.
And so where the Bible makes it clear that there is no other prophet, no other teacher that has any capacity to dwell other than the Lord Jesus Christ, there is the reality of demonic spirits that can take possession. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And, and you and I should not be fearful of the demonic. We should be respectful of the reality and it should push us to the dependency on the presence of God in our life because it's one or the other. Jesus teaches that the demonic and the, the, the glory of God cannot dwell in the same house. It's one or the other. And you and I have the authority to drive the demonic out. Out. In the name of Jesus, even he teaches some come out by prayer and fasting because it depends upon him. No human has the capacity to do this. And so I want to encourage you to pray for every Buddhist you know, every person that professes to be Muslim, every person that professes to be anything other than a born-again believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray for them to be indwelled by the presence of God, to come to that point on this side of eternity. The Bible makes it clear, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Only one. There's no other name. There's no other person. And the greatest gift you can ever give anyone is a prayer that they would be infilled with the Holy Spirit, that they would know the voice of God from within. You know, it's one thing to read the Bible ex exteriorly. Lots of people read the Bible exteriorly, but they don't have the teacher within. Jesus said, uh, read John 14 and, and 15. Jesus said, the counselor will come. The Holy Spirit will come. He will remind you of what I have said. He will teach you all things. It is a teacher within. It is wisdom within. It is guidance within. And so the last thing I want you to just see is that dwell is a two-way street. God wants to dwell inside of you. So I ask you, is Almighty God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit dwelling inside you? It's a simple yes or no. And if you have any uncertainty and you're willing for the Holy Spirit to, to come and dwell, simply invite. The enemy cannot stay. You call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You resist the devil. He must flee. You speak the name of Jesus until you have peace because you will have peace. There's This is not a gray area. It is not, well, I wish God would dwell me, but I don't know that I can be good enough. No, it's, it's a one or the other. And it has nothing to do with your goodness. The only thing God ever requires is that we would seek him. It's a choice. 
Make the choice and he will absolutely come and occupy. Does God dwell within you? I know many of my friends absolutely have the witness of God within. Praise almighty God for that. Look at Psalms 27 verse 4. Psalms 27 verse 4. There we go. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. There David is really given his heart over not only to let God dwell in him because David was pre-cross. This is Psalms. This is Old Testament. And David's greatest experience of God was him dwelling, David dwelling in the temple, dwelling in the presence of God. But David there exposes, even in the Old Testament, what God desired was his people to seek, to dwell. And so you and I, it's a two-way street. Has God dwelled within you and are you dwelling in the presence of God? Dwell. Let God dwell within you and you seek to dwell in the presence of God. And you will see miracles, signs, and wonders unleash in your life. Dwell. The power is in dwell. When he dwells, everything that he represents is inside you. When you go into his presence, you have every guidance you could ever need can be found in his presence. My second book, Get to the Point. Every guidance and every provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Paul said, do you not know that you yourselves are a temple of the Holy Spirit? The temple of the Old Testament, God established rigid law and regulations for the presence of God. And then he made his believers that temple we are as equal in God's sight as Solomon's temple of all of this gold and splendor because it was all about the presence. And Paul says, now that you have the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you are the temple of God. Dwell. Your answers are found in this word dwell. What you need today is found in this word dwell. Seek first the kingdom, dwell in the kingdom, dwell in his presence, and all these other things will be added. So we're going to close out in prayer. And I want to pray dwell over you. I want to pray dwell over your loved ones. I want to pray dwell over your churches. And I want to pray that as a result of you committing again to dwell, that you will just see everything Jesus is unleashed in your life. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to just be reminded myself as well as remind my precious brothers and sisters around the world of this gift well. And God, we need it today. 
August the 29th, 2023, the world seems to be falling apart left and right. There's so many horrific extremes everywhere we turn, more and more extremes. Mass shooting yesterday at one of the universities within 25 minutes of where I'm standing right now. Storms hitting the earth, heat and fire, jets falling out of the sky. God, I just thank you that in the midst of this brokenness is an incredible gift. You have come to live among us. You have come to live within us. And I just speak peace and prayer over every person watching, God, that they would just know that you are dwelling within them. And it's a gift. Let them prize that gift. And that they would pursue you and dwell in your presence. And that I just pray that every need would be met. God, I know that there are pastors in need of transportation. There are many people battling cancer, many people having physical needs, financial needs, churches looking for land, churches looking for building, many pastors needing Bibles, needing training, needing resources. And God, I just thank you that you have established all of that to come from within to come through this gift dwell. And so I pray that we would purpose to dwell, that we would give you permission to dwell. And God, our hearts go out to every person pursuing all of these world religions and they have no experience of you living within. God, have mercy and compassion and use the church today to proclaim the truth, to be witnesses of this reality of dwelling. Let us go out and tell other people, many people today, my God lives in me and he can live in you too. And he invites you to live in him. And I just pray blessing over every man and woman, boy and girl. Come and have your way. Bless our pastors, bless the churches, bless missionaries. Bring forth the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ and let the nations be glad. I pray over all 195 nations that they would praise the Lord. For you are worthy in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I hope you've been encouraged and strengthened and comforted through this word. Please join me Friday for the keynote one. Every Friday, the first Friday of each month, I share one word uh, keynote. I will be back next Tuesday with the word perseverance. What a powerful word that is. And then the following week with the word spirit. And so I hope that you will uh, join me for those. And I am so grateful for everyone who messages. I want you to know I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. Pray for Spirit Media. Uh, Pray for us to be effective and faithful and used by God to take his message to the nations. Uh, I am praying for you. Uh, continue to stay in touch. Um, God bless you. And I'll see you back next week here on the Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing the Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's kevinwhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.